Swimcast is recorded live in front of a feline audience. I'm Andrew. And I'm Jessica. And this is Swimcast. Is it? It's been so long, I forgot what it was called. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it has been a long time. I mean, no one listening to this will notice that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they'll probably think it's a long time, the fact that we go two weeks or so between podcasts. But hey, we've got things happening in our lives. Yeah, we're adults. So, don't such as us. That, <laughs> that's not yes ending, Caroline. Such as is rude. I have a life. <laughs> Excuse me. I traveled internationally for two weeks. Nice. Yeah. So, oh, before we jump into that, yeah. What's the premise of this podcast? So the premise of this podcast is that I make you watch movies from the '90s or early aughts because they're easier to find that are about teenagers. Uh, and their myriad teen high school problems. <laughs> and these are movies that I would not have seen because uh, I'm a little bit older than Jessica and I was not in this country when these movies came out. I was a grown-ass man living in Japan, drinking and partying it up in Osaka. Not the Target demo. I wonder if we should have, like, we haven't done so far, but we should look up to see if these movies were released in Japan and what their titles we're translated oh, to and then oh back God. into English. That, that's a whole show right there because <laughs> a, a lot of American movies, we would watch a lot of American movies yeah. in Japan because they would uh, dub them. Yeah. And the TVs and VCRs had this feature where you hit a button on your remote and the left channel would be the original English channel and the right channel, so you have uh, dual mono, the yeah. right channel would be the dubbed version. Oh, that's chaotic. That's like a cacophony of noise. No, 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 because you've got the button on the remote control. Oh, so you're toggling you in between. You have a special button just to toggle Oh, they weren't both happening. This it was no, toggling. That, oh, okay. Yes, yeah. I you thought it was like one. English, Japanese voices talking over well, the It would voices. be until you hit the button, oh. but there was a specific button on most remote controls what? just for that feature because they had so many uh, dubbed movies. So it would be hilarious to watch Sharon Stone dubbed with a Japanese actress's voice in a high voice like this. So Sharon Stone has a very high Japanese voice, which just doesn't make any sense for, what's the one flashing? Basic Instinct? Basic Instinct, yes. (laughs) That's so funny. Oh, Japan, everything. Smaller and more efficient. Yes, and also there would be the changes of titles because some things just wouldn't translate. There was the movie, I think it was Joe Piscopo. Yeah, hang on. <laughs> hang on, Caroline. I'm going to have to bleep that out. Uh, no, 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 no. But it was called Dead Heat with okay. Joe Piscopo, and it was about cops who become undead. Okay. okay. I've so never they, heard of this movie. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm going to want to watch it now. <laughs> and so it was called Dead Heat, yeah. which makes sense in English. Yeah. But that is too much of a stretch uh, yeah. in Japanese. That's too complicated. So it got changed to Zombie Koppu. 
Yeah. I love how they just like make English words and then put the Jap the Jap in Japanese syllables. Like you showed yes. me on like yes. Google Translate, Justin Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> Or what's McDonald's? Macadonaldo. Macadonaldo. Yeah, it's <laughs> awesome. I can go to Japan. I'd get by <laughs> without sounding sounding like a giant racist. <laughs> I'd just be like putting like Japanese syllables into all English words. Yeah, and his father's favorite word is. Oh yeah, my my dad his fake Japanese is burushito. <laughs> <laughs> and he also likes the word milk. And miruku. <laughs> miruku. That's yes, awesome. those were his two Japanese words. Well, he made up the Murushito. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like I got a lot in common with your dad. <laughs> We've got no track. What do we do? We've got no track. Oh no. We've got no track. Let's reel it in, gotta get back on track to tweet. Let's get right back to the show. Okay, so we've already gotten off track in the first couple minutes. What? This is this, this is, is great. This is freeform banter. There's oh, no right. there's no on okay. track or off track. Okay. <laughs> Wait, okay, now I'm getting really distracted. The mic stand says something Jan Stanos, but I immediately read it as John Stamos. <laughs> it says Jam Stands. Like a no, stand. No, that's an O. Oh, it's no. It, it says Jam Stands. It very clearly says John Stamos. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I have a John Stamos branded mic stand. He was in the Beach Boys temporarily. Yeah. What? Oh man. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was their drummer. He toured with them. Wow. And then that's why the Beach I Boys were on Full House this. so many times. Yeah. Well, I didn't watch Full House either, so oh. yeah. Yeah. The more you know that the <laughs> star star across the sky, the more you know. Do 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 do. <laughs> was that what everyone is referencing? Yes. Okay. <laughs> you need to watch some network television, Andrew. No, I refuse. I only from the I, eight, from the nineties. I don't think that's a thing anymore. <laughs> I only watch cult things. Apparently so. <laughs> okay, so we haven't gotten anywhere yet. So let's get to. We've learned so much. What do you mean we haven't gotten anywhere? <laughs> I've learned how Japanese TVs work. I told you about John Stamos and the Beach Boys. <laughs> So many facts. Okay, let's go uh, again back to... Catching up? Catching up. Yes, because it has literally been two months since we've sat here in front of the microphones and watched a movie. And you've done big things. I have done little things. <laughs> All right, my big thing. So yeah, I went. a friend and I went to the UK for two weeks and it was a flaming inferno of European heat wave. <laughs> I've never been so sweaty in my life. The thing about the UK is that it's not built for heat. There's no air conditioning. There's no fans. Everything is a very converted Victorian townhouse with a lot of stairs to climb up in this sweltering, sweltering heat, 90% humidity. Just so wow. I was a sweaty mess for two straight weeks. I can't imagine England being humid. Uh, hot maybe, it's but It's surrounded humid. by water. 
we're surrounded by water, but it's not. Oh, we have mountains Ontario and has breeze, far more but we have like mountains and breeze and all that jazz. True. Yeah, no, it was so hot and it was so humid, but it was it was great. What did you do there? Where did you go? We did. Did you all go sorts to of things. the? Did you go to Buckingham Palace to visit the Queen? <laughs> I stood out front of Buckingham Palace. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, we did a, like, I've been to the UK quite a few times, I think three or four times before, but my friend, it was her first time. So we did a lot of the, the touristy things. Like our first day there, we went to four museums in one day, because the museums are free. So we like, oh. we powered through the National Gallery, the National Portrait Gallery, the Natural History Museum, the V&A Museum of Design, powered through. Wow. But you're so real much culture. English, almost fetish is what era? <laughs> mid-century oh the the Tudors the Tudor era yeah so well all of it the Tudors the Victorians I just love all of it any movie about Henry VIII or his wives I'm on it but but modern England is is nothing like that oh no there's there's so much white trash in England like (laughs) they they invented white trash they invented white trash well yeah that's where all the white people here came from right so like yeah hmm so they exported their white trash here and then they just grew some new stuff. Right. <laughs> no, no, no. But uh, they used to call them pilgrims. <laughs> no. That's, <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. No, 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 no. But it was just peak tourist season. I've never been there like in the peak tourism season. Last time I was there was September, December. Wissowa, like I just missed it, but oh my God, London and Edinburgh, particularly just in Edinburgh on the Royal Mile, there were no signs in English. They were all in Chinese. Wow. <laughs> Authentic okay. tartan. Chinese, 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 Chinese. I'm like, <laughs> okay, yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah, I was like, oh, tourism is eating the city alive. <laughs> Did you go to Stonehenge? No, we didn't go to Stonehenge. We were going to, so our plan was we were gonna rent a car so and then drive across the Southwest. When we went to pick up the car, the one we reserved, they didn't have it. So they're like, here, have this giant Mercedes. I'm already nervous driving like a Fiat on like the wrong side of the road. I can't drive this tank of like a German diesel car. So I was like, I, I can't drive this. So we had some last minute, uh, change of plans so no. Stonehenge was not to be neither was High Clear Castle which was my number one thing I wanted to do which is where they filmed Downton Abbey so like right oh yeah which is half the reason you're there yeah that and then my friend and I were gonna do this really cool thing where you spend the night in an abandoned church yeah, and we were like, we're gonna get murdered by ghosts. And we were so <laughs> excited, but because it was in the middle of nowhere in this right. farmland, and the only way to get there would have been this car, we had to miss that. So we had to like forfeit all that money and oh. get some train tickets. So that was a huge disappointment, but we ended up going to Bath instead. Oh, so which... we ended up not getting a car, not renting a car. Correct. So yeah, we ended up in Bath. And it was awesome because like we were sort of planning when we had the car to maybe do a quick stop there, but a quick stop wouldn't have been enough because there was so much, it was so pretty and so quaint. And I mean, it's all of the Jane Austen history there. I don't know Jane Austen actually, (laughs) but like the the Roman bath. So like the archeological. Okay, so bath is literally bath. Literally Roman baths. baths. Yeah, so they've uncovered like a part of it, but so much is still 
underground that they're excavating and stuff. So that was super cool. Right. Because I've heard yeah. that throughout Europe, if you keep digging, you'll find another layer of a different city that, that was the Romans, there before. Yeah. Yes, that they Yeah, well, like, I didn't covered. realize, because I'd heard, I'd heard, obviously, that Bath had, like, the Roman baths, but it's unique in Britain for being, like, the only one of that size, and even in Europe, it's so rare to find one of that size. I learned so much about, like, temples to, like, the goddess Athena and all this kind of stuff. Wow. It was so cool! Yeah, so I was like, oh, this wasn't a bad detour. <laughs> wait, 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 are the baths actually in use, or is it just a tourist? Mm, not the site, because it's pretty funky and it's sulfury and stuff, but they actually do, because it's the thermal hot spring, right, that comes out, they actually do have a spa right next door where they they filter it. A, and you... a more modern spa. Yeah, and had been that part of the plan, I would have brought a bathing suit and totally would have enjoyed that, but... Uh... Uh... Yeah, I, I mean, I couldn't have afforded it, I don't think, but <laughs> it was pretty luxurious and we were pretty gross on our our tour of, <laughs> we were living pretty cheaply and pretty grossly, like we were so sweaty, like I did not bring enough clothes or enough shoes, my shoes were disgusting, <laughs> it, was just, it was so, everything was gross, I wasn't like about to be, you know, luxuriating in like a fancy spa. Hmm, okay, so it sounds like it was a, a great trip. Yes. No downsides? Well, other Nothing. than the change of plans, no. Right, right. And then, and the heat. Oh my God, the heat. But yeah, even even when we went to Scotland, we're like, yes, it's gonna be 11 Celsius and raining, perfect. <laughs> and then we get there and they're like, just kidding, it's warm. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> as warm? Not as warm, but it was but overcast still. and warm. So oh. that kind of icky, sticky, muggy, very muggy feeling, yeah. But Scotland always, we did not plan enough time in Scotland. It's the best part by far. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so what are the, the less exciting things you've been up to? The little thing. Well, I was scratching my head trying to think of what have I done in the past two months and drawing a, a big blank other than we did go to a party a week or two ago. And this is a big party that it's a three day party it's it's not the Shambhala Music Festival. <laughs> That's this weekend. But it's a three-day party. This is a manager that I used to work for. And she and her husband have this three-day party every summer. They've been doing it for more than 20 years. Mm -hmm. We've been going for almost 20 years. Uh, it starts on... They've been doing it for over 30 years. Oh, what's that? They've been doing it for over 30 years, I was told. Wow. So it starts on Friday afternoon and it goes until it peters out on Sunday. Caroline and Ranger. I have, yeah. Is it, oh, is it a field? Is it a field party? <laughs> bush? Is it in the bush? No, it isn't a bush. Uh, they do have a bit of property, not that much property, but they they have quite a bit. Compared to Vancouver, they have property. Yeah. <laughs> That's why they moved out. They have a front and a backyard. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, no, not <laughs> even? They have a, backyard. like they have a backyard. Yeah, they've, they've got a backyard. Okay. And so, yeah, they have this party every summer, and we've been going for almost 20 years, and we only ever go for one evening. So we went to that, and uh, these are all people who should be slowing down, but... <laughs> No, oh, no, you raging get, like, hard. Second wind at like 65, 60. My parents, oh my God, they <laughs> mock me on a constant basis for how little I drink <laughs> and how early I go and, to bed. 
And 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 uh, let's just be clear that I am well under sixty. That <laughs> God damn it. No, I'm assuming that people at this party were like your age and older. Yes. Okay. Since fair this party's enough. been happening for thirty yes. years, I'm assuming. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they're a bit older, but uh, yeah. So at this party, I invented a shot. Uh, which is called shot 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 shot, 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 shot. <laughs> yeah and it's called stranger things and it is a combination of Serato, malibu rum and peach schnapps oh god <laughs> and it was pretty good although by that point i've probably had seven or eight other shots i mean it sounds tasty but it also sounds like a hangover waiting to happen like those are all three things that i would order at the bar when i was like 19 amaretto and coke Malibu and Coke. Oh, Malibu and pineapple. Oh man. <laughs> I revisited that when I was in Vegas last summer and the summer before. Oh, not a good scene. <laughs> not well, a good scene. Inventing this shot is also part of the reason why it has been an extra week or two since we've recorded. <laughs> <laughs> because I was too hungover that Sunday. Noise. <laughs> so yeah. It was a it was a fun party. Invented a shot, and uh, had too many of them. <laughs> Bit of a rough Sunday. Oh, and Caroline had to DD your ass all the way back from the the valley. <laughs> yes, yeah, every uh, year. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Let's not kid ourselves. Who's going to be driving home? <laughs> <laughs> Caroline's like that shot sounds disgusting. <laughs> I'll drive. Especially <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. Yeah, like a little bit sounds like it would be tasty, but yeah, you, that's not something you get drunk on. <laughs> well, as a shot, I guess it's, it's little, right? It's like bounce. Okay. Yeah. So, but, yeah. But then, but the thing with shots is no. like, they just keep, like that's usually when you're coming. out, as when the shots appear, that's a bad scene. When like all of a sudden someone hands you tequila, you're like, uh-oh. <laughs> or an Irishman says, let's go to the second bar. <laughs> oh yeah, never go to a second location with an Irishman. That is rule number one with drinking and I get it wrong all the time. They're, they're fun people. <laughs> but, but don't break that rule. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so. We've yacked for a hell of a time here. So let's actually get to talking about the movie. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. What was the premise of her podcast again? I we legit got, forgot for a minute. But we're like, oh, yeah, we got to watch a movie. We got to watch a movie at some point here. Uh, and this is a special episode because this is an episode where we flip it up. We're going to flip it. Flip it up. Up, up. We're going to flip it. So what that means is today, Jessica is not picking the movie. You're getting revenge. I'm getting revenge and maybe destroying my own childhood. (laughs) I'm (laughs) good. You you came out of the womb like an adult man. Yeah. I can't picture baby Andrew. (laughs) <laughs> there, there are, there's photographic oh, I, have, I have seen pictures, but I still can't picture it for some reason. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, <laughs> so, I'm picking the movie. It is a movie from the 80s that I'm going to make Jessica watch. In this case, it is not so much a 
teen movie, but it is a movie that I would have went to as a teenager. It was certainly the demographic it was aimed at was the teenagers. So it's not a teen movie like the ones so far have all been high school and yeah. university. Yeah, college, right. cheerleading, jocks, right. nerds, so etc. We're not going to have people in their late 20s and 30s pretending to be high school people in this movie. They're going to be pretending to be people in their 20s. And okay. 30s. Yes. So the movie is UHF. I've seen it. You have seen it? <laughs> no, psych. Oh. <it's> like... <laughs> <laughs> no, I've heard of it though. I've heard of it, but I have I have not seen any of it. I okay. don't know what it's about. I I yeah. The only thing that you know is that it stars Weird, Weird Al, Al Yankovic. Yeah. Yes. Weird Al huge for me as a young child also. Oh, I mean, absolutely. I'm like, but... "Oh my god, he changed the words to a song. That's hilarious." <laughs> Weird Al was an important part of my childhood, too. I first heard Weird Al on the Dr. Demento radio show, which was a syndicated show once a week. I think it was Sunday nights. And Dr. This Demento... This is before TV existed, right? <laughs> there was TV, damn it. <laughs> but you had to, like, get up and change the channel manually? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you had to go to the TV okay. and change the channel. That also plays into the whole UHF. Oh, right. Uh, because before cable, all TV was broadcast wirelessly. And you had VHF and UHF. VHF were the low channels from 2 to, I believe, 16. And UHF were channels 17 up to, I think, 90. Wow, like 90 that. channels. The, Imagine. There, no, there were not 90 channels. Oh, no, channels. there's a lot of dead space in there between. There was a lot of dead space. <laughs> And all of the networks were on the lower channels. Mm. So your ABCs, NBC, CBSs, those were CBC. Those were all on the low channels. And almost like cable TV, where you have these cable channels mm -hmm. that were not Blurry part, porn. <laughs> were not part of the <laughs> networks. <laughs> Scrambled porn. Scrambled porn. Yes. We're like, oh, I think I see a boob. Okay. If you squint the right way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry. Continue. Just telling you my techniques. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so anyway, UHF channels tended to be like these cable channels. Like more niche? More niche, yes. And didn't have all of the latest and greatest shows. To be on UHF was kind of... It's like public access. Is it like Wayne's World? <laughs> that's the only. That's <laughs> public the only... access is actually more of a cable TV thing. Okay. But it, it's kind of like that, where it's it's a second tier. Production values lower. That's right. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So uh, that's what this movie is about. Is about a UHF station. The description in Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> is when a desperate UHF station gives a seriously odd George the job of manager, he proves to be a programming genius, turning the station around and attracting the attention of an unscrupulous competitor. <laughs> Which sounds like half of the movies. That also kind of sounds it's, like Wayne's World. It's Rob Lowe in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Is he the bad guy? There's a lot of movies with this kind of a setup in them, certainly in the 80s. So like everything Weird Al does, this movie is full of parodies. So mm. 
just like his song parodies, everything in this movie is a parody of something else. And okay. there's gonna be references to so many things. All right, let's see how many I can get. And- Cause what um, year did this movie come out? 87? No, 89. Oh, okay. This is the 30th anniversary. Oh, so I would have been born. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do math. No, I would have been a few years. seven. Okay. Yeah. So this was also the summer that Caroline and I met this summer. Oh, <laughs> insert studio audience. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we met the summer that this came out. We were talking about this earlier and we don't remember going to see this as a date movie. Mm -hmm. We do remember what our first date movie was, which was the third Indiana Jones movie. <laughs> that was our first date movie. Wait. That was the, what's it called, Caroline? What, the, the, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade? The Last Crusade. Wait, that was 80s? Yeah, that was 89. Oh shit. I remember that coming out. Oh yeah. man, I'm old too. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was my favorite one for that reason, because I think I was finally old enough to see Sean movies. Connery. Yeah, Sean Connery. Yes. Yeah. So it came out that summer we don't really remember going to see it, but we know we've both seen it. Mm. I, I don't remember much of the movie Saw either. VHS. <laughs> I'm thinking that we may have seen it in the theater. Uh, but I know that certainly Weird Al was a big part of Caroline's life. And wow. she listened to a lot of Weird Al. <laughs> well, I was well. Too hard, but I didn't like it. <laughs> don't, don't put words in her mouth, Andrew. <laughs> I did like him. I enjoyed his songs. That was the kind of the thing for you too. Was like you, you said it was rare to find a girl who liked Weird Al. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so like when when Caroline, the first time that Caroline and I met, and we were talking, and uh, we talked about music and what we listened to, and Caroline said that she listened to Weird Al. This blew my mind. <laughs> Here I found a girl, a cute girl, who. <laughs> liked Weird Al Yankovic because this was like a nerdy guy thing was yeah the, well that's the, the, that the be... niche target demographic uh, was nerdy guys is that like sort of like the equivalent now of like girls like Star Wars or like all the comic-con things in a way yeah 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 so if girls were listening to Weird Al they would not admit it or they were seven <laughs> years old <laughs> <laughs> So the fact that I'd met this cute girl who listened to Weird Al Yankovic, I was like, ooh. <laughs> Adorable. <laughs> Adorkable. I Adorkable. <laughs> yep, that fits. Okay, uh, I've also made a list here of famous people in this movie. We'll come back to it later. Yeah, I was going to say, no, I want to see if I can find Yeah, this. exactly. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to save this for after. But sure. This movie is like a lot of comedy movies where the comedian will get other funny people that they know. Cameos. Yeah, cameos and, and parts in the movie. So there's a lot of people here before they were famous for something else. Okay. You also get some older actors who were heroes of the main comedian. So they were like and, 60s, 70s kind right, of. Right, yeah. Okay. So bringing in older actors reviving their careers and things like that. So there's a bit of that. 
And um, yeah, we, oh God, we babbled on for a hell of a long time. So we should just get to the movie and then we can talk about the movie afterwards. So, All right. All right, let's do off it. Off we go. <laughs> just ruined my own childhood thanks for that i hate it <laughs> you hated the movie well i don't blame not, you well, because... for hating the movie it was not it it was very typical 80s movie. yeah yeah like so like it had it just, all of the 80s tropes it was like this is a movie from the 80s <laughs> yeah. yes it rang all of the bells of what you needed for a classic teenage targeted targeted or, movie or yes kids like fart jokes well no no fart were there fart jokes probably uh there there was puns. some gross visual stuff. puns yes yeah oh i mean this hasn't destroyed weird al for me but this is really not something to go back to <laughs> it is not prime weird al yankovic no, it didn't really feature his music much. There was the one song in the middle, but other than that, that was a highlight of the movie. It was, was yeah. Was the uh, it was the Beverly Hillbillies done to Dire Straits? Yes. Yeah. Money for nothing. Yeah, the ballad of Jed Clampett. Right. <laughs> and I read online that the guitar solo in that version is actually Mark Knopfler of Dire Straits played the guitar solo for Weird Al's version, so which is kind of a cool thing. And the fact that they did do their version of the animation, which was yeah. horrible late 80s Cubic. blocky animation. It was, I loved animation. that though, it was fun. Yeah, so that that was really the one of the highest points in the movie for me. Yeah. Uh, everything else was, oh, it was so slow at the beginning. And the middle. And, and the end. it kind of picked up at the end. <laughs> but okay, the one stereotype is that it starts out with the guy who's the loser, who in the end becomes the winner and gets the girl. Incorrect, it starts out with him thinking he's Indiana Jones. <laughs> Daydreaming. Daydreaming that he's Indiana Jones while he's working at a burger place. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Uh, right. Okay, you got that. Uh, but he's still a loser who's fired from every job. Yeah. He can't focus. He's a dreamer, but he doesn't have the chance. Yeah, I felt like he had very few redeeming qualities. I no well, one in. That's a weird owl thing, though. That, that that's a yeah. weird owl thing that his loser characters really don't have redeeming qualities. True, because like they but... are utter putzes. Yeah, because by all accounts, like Weird Al, the actual man, is like a wonderful person and is like super generous and kind, everything like that. But yes. Characters. The characters oh. that he plays and sings about are all these guys who are absolute losers. Yeah. Maybe we should start with the cast. 
Okay. Because there were certainly a lot of people that you... Who did you recognize? Oh, Kramer, obviously. Right, right. Michael Richards. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this was before he was famous. Oh, it was like way pre-Kramer, yeah. Yeah, it was pre-Kramer. So, Actually, about four or five years pre-Kramer, but still, it, think felt, so. it felt a lot earlier. But you could see Kramer in oh, yeah, God. the performance Every, here. Yeah. Yes. Just, it's all just arms and legs flailing and, about. And jerky movements. Yeah. Yes. So there was a Michael Richards, yeah. who's since been canceled. <laughs> yeah. Victoria Jackson, who's also been canceled. Oh, really? Yeah. What, what's wrong with oh, her? Oh, she has some super, like, alt-right like, oh, radio no. show or something. Yeah. <laughs> that was years ago wow. now, so she just, like, disappeared completely. Okay, I didn't know that. I just yeah. knew that she she kind of did that. The character in the movie is, like, the character she did as her comedy Yeah. for... 25 years. Yeah. <laughs> the character did Because that's not, not actually her voice, right? Or it's... I she... don't know if that's her voice, but that's... Well, that's certainly her character voice that she's used for 25 yeah. years. I don't know this Saturday night, yeah. right radio. Yeah. Actually, it's probably... That would actually be funny if she did the alt-right voice in... <laughs> Victoria Jackson. Yeah, I, I mean, it might be her voice. And um, speaking of voices, obviously, Fran Drescher. Yes, a very who, young Fran Very Drescher. young Fran Drescher, who was head and shoulders my favorite character in this whole movie. She certainly was the cool one. Yeah, like, she didn't take any shit. She was so hot, and I was like, I wanted all her clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I liked her. Yeah, yeah she was good. I, I liked Sassy. Fran Drescher. Do you recognize the little person? He's No. Okay. His name is Billy Barty. Okay. And he's a that guy for that era of movies. Was he like the proto-Peter Dinklage? Was he like the go-to little person in every movie? Exactly. Or exactly. like the War Warwick Davis? Uh, I was going to say the uh, the Vern Troyer. Oh, yeah. R.I.P. both of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Billy Barty passed away in 2000. Well, and... he would looked very old in this movie. Oh, yes. He... He was in his 60s. Okay. So he actually lived uh, quite a long life. He lived until 76. Oh, wow. Which is pretty long. Uh, Vern Troyer uh, died only last year, and he was 49. Yeah. Well, and he, but he, he had, like, substance abuse problems and stuff, too. Like, he was yes. not well, obviously. Yeah. And you didn't quite recognize him, but I certainly know him as an 80s comedian, Emo Phillips. Yeah, once he said the name, I was like, oh, I think I've heard the name, but I couldn't put the name to the persona to anything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he looks so young. And that voice he does like yeah. this, that's yeah. his shtick. He's still doing it. Okay, like yes. I, I, I must have, but it's not like a huge reference for me like oh, it's pro I've probably for me it's huge yeah I mean Evo Phillips oh my god <laughs> yeah it was very quick there was one scene in the the kid show Kramer's, Kramer's kid show. show Barry Hansen was in the crowd and that is Dr. Demento oh, okay yeah so he was in the crowd because of course Weird Al has to put that's Dr. That's Demento at least. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well is that like how Stan Lee puts himself in all the Marvel movies? <laughs> yeah, I guess so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or like what's her name? Like the woman that wrote Twilight put herself in the Twilight movies as like a waitress or something. <laughs> oh wow, okay, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, yeah. Stephanie Meyer. Yeah. 
Yeah, a bit of that homage slash vanity. Right. Uh, one name that I saw in the credits, and I'm I'm a little puzzled because I don't remember who the character is, but Jim Rose is in the movie, and Jim Rose had this thing of Jim Rose's Circus, which was this group of freaks. There was the guy who had a jigsaw tattooed all over his body. I think Jim Rose would hammer those long nails uh. into his nose, yeah. things like that, really freaky stuff. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot I'm of... Try, I can't think was of it at the end was. in the telethon where there are just weird people or was he maybe. more featured? Oh, maybe it was... Because in the telethon yeah. there was like... There was some weird stuff. Stilt guy and like all sorts of strange things Ukulele while upside down between yeah. two chairs guy. Yeah, strange stuff. Oh yeah, and also the other cameo, but I, I wasn't sure what we'd talk about it now or like in <laughs> when we talk about whether or not this movie's offensive. Um, Long Duck Dong is in this movie. <laughs> is that the character? Yeah, that's He's... the same actor from Sixteen Candles that plays Long Duck Dong, and oh. treated with equal amounts of sensitivity in this movie. Uh, it was an '80s movie. Yeah, but yes, there was that one joke where all of the karate guys are hiding in the <laughs> supplies <laughs> closet yeah. and then the bad guy opens it and they opens the door it. and they jump out, supplies! Yeah, I was, I was, oh. like, all they needed to do is like play the gong sound in the background. <laughs> oh, mm. I mean, at least the, that, the only, the at only least thing it I was an say. Asian actor getting work in the 80s. Yes. <laughs> And I will say that he is of Japanese ancestry, so at least karate Jap so he is was Japanese. So he was playing a Japanese person? He was playing a Japanese person uh, yeah. that barely... That does, I don't think that, nobody, nobody probably, nobody probably double-checked that. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Not in the 80s. No. Uh, yeah, so there was the trope of a karate dojo. Yeah. In the movie. There was Gotta no... have that in the 80s. I, and oh, the man. 90s and the now. Karate Kid. I want to watch Karate Kid now. <laughs> that's my era. I have not seen it. What? Yes, right. that's right. Adding to the remember, list for later. I only watched the cult movies. Karate if Kid it was, was mainstream, a... I did not want to know. Because <laughs> okay. I was far too cool. Should we talk about now everything that was like so obviously 80s? Obviously. Okay, go ahead. I was a young me. child, but like the clothes and the hair, obviously. But yes. like it's the clothes are so epic, like the size of the sleeves were oh, <laughs> like big, massive, big shoulder sleeves. pads. Yeah. Yes. Although, and like, puffy shoulder. Yeah. But, like, I did mention, like, Fran Drescher, everything she wore, I was like, that's a great outfit. I want that. <laughs> yeah. She, she was the only one not wearing. Poofy sleeves. Poofy sleeves, which kind of became, I think, in The Nanny, that was more her style. Oh, yeah, it's true. Yeah. But, like, a lot of, even, like, the, a lot of the jewelry that all the women were wearing was awesome. Like, Victoria Jackson's character, she had all these crazy, like, brooches. Like, she had like, a piano key brooch. And I was yes. like, that's so rad. I want that. And they all had, like, giant hoop earrings and, like, really awesome giant earrings. Those were cool. The haircuts, though, in, in the crowd scenes. Oh my god, just like god, you can smell so the 80s. hairspray. So 80. Like, why would you do that? So much backcombing and teasing and hairspray and... Oh. That was the 80s. Yeah, and the makeup was so rough. <laughs> like, we splurged for the HD version of this on YouTube. <laughs> but the uh, makeup, yeah, it was, it was rough. 
So yeah, a lot of parodies of older yep. movies. Bill, Bill Hillbilly, <laughs> Beverly <laughs> Hillbillies. Yes. Which I know because in the 90s, they made like a parody movie of the Beverly Hillbillies. The same way they did like a Dragnet or like a 21 Jump Street. There was a Beverly Hillbillies movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. They, Which like I a, mean, it, a I reboot was, movie type. And I know the show was kind of silly, but the movie was an extra layer of silly on top oh, of it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I do remember seeing, because it was one of those shows that was in syndication. So it was put on in the afternoon after you came home from school. So yeah. I would have watched a couple episodes, but I didn't, I wasn't into it. Yeah, like if I unlock the part of my brain vault that holds useless shit, I could probably <laughs> sing the whole theme song to it. <laughs> and probably also, I think when we were little, we had a version of the song where we changed the words into like probably fart jokes or something. Right. Um, to the tune of Beverly Hillbillies, <laughs> but I'm, I'm gonna leave that locked for now. <laughs> Save that brain space for something more useful. Also, when Weird Al is, he's hosting the show called Town Talk. Oh yeah, and it's like Maury Povich. No, no. Phil Donahue? No, it, well, it's kind of the Phil Donahue era, but what he's really going back to is not like Springer, but pre-Springer. Geraldo Rivera. Oh, Geraldo. Oh, he had what, the mustache. And the whole thing of the audience getting into a fight and picking up the chairs and yeah. smashing them. That was a Geraldo thing. Because I got the reference of the Al Capone's car. Al Capone's vault yeah. and Al Capone's glove compartment. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But the whole thing of Geraldo got his nose broke. By a flying chair? By a flying chair because he had... Neo-Nazis Neo on and a fight broke out in the audience and they were throwing chairs and he got his nose broke. That was the reason. After that, all of these kind of reality shows where they had people talk on. Talk shows. Uh, talk shows uh, bolted down the chairs. <laughs> Except yeah. on Jerry Springer when they like re-unbolted them again. I guess, maybe. But <laughs> after that, chairs were bolted down. Because, uh, yeah, Geraldo got his nose broken from a flying chair. I totally didn't know Geraldo started that. Because I remember, yeah, like, Geraldo yeah, he still had a, had a show. show and Phil Donahue, Sally, Jesse, Raphael. Raphael, yes. <laughs> and then getting into, like, Ricky Lake. Because, like, yes. I'd get home from school at, like, 3.30. <laughs> Ricky Lake. I remember, like, Ricky Lake was always, I was a nerd in high school and now I'm hot. And then they, like, brought on someone who made fun of them to show them how hot they were. That was always wow. Ricky Lake. Maury Povich was always Who's the Baby Daddy. It did not start that way. Well, no, it, 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 it was like usually once a week. It was that now that now it became all it, that. Yeah, with lie either lie detector yeah. or paternity test. Yeah, because Maury Povich, it was, yeah, Baby Daddy. It was children with progeria or you know that one where that makes children look like old people yeah, you know, oh the, right yeah. right uh oh then they had I'm just, this is super offensive it was transvestites or transsexuals or drag queens i couldn't remember how these people identified but it was like trying for people to guess if they were men or women oh yeah that was a big <laughs> that, was, that huge. was a big thing yeah yeah that was maury povich donahue i didn't really watch he was a little more serious yeah but he was edgy yeah. For for the time, he was pretty edgy. Yeah. Sally Jesse. Like Simone? Phil Donahue, one of his big ratings grabber was he came out in a business dress. The top looked like a kind of a suit, oh, but like it went into a long suit. dress. 
Okay. And so a man wearing a dress on TV in the early 80s, that was outrageous, shocking. Huh. Yeah, and then obviously Oprah, which right. Oprah, I started as the same kind of trash, but then she obviously got real, she became Oprah. <laughs> and then, so then it was just like giving everyone cars right. and like having really famous people on her show. Yeah. Springer just gave people a vacation away from their trailer park. Oh, no, probably not even. Like, they were just from the trailer park that's in the parking lot of the studio <laughs> outside. Oh, yeah. Jerry Springer was rough. I couldn't, I couldn't even handle it. So, yeah, that was the one where coming up was lesbian Nazi hookers abducted by UFOs and forced into weight loss programs <laughs> all next week on Town Talk. Yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> Which also sounds like a weekly, not, it sounds like not a weekly world news, mm. but more like a National Enquirer. Oh yeah, yeah. Because National Enquirer usually- It wasn't, par wasn't paranormal. Yeah, but it, every now and then they would have something that was totally outrageous. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it wasn't like Fat Boy found in Swamp. Or right. <laughs> I think we discussed that before. <laughs> also, one of the things that always like kind of jumps out at me in 80s movies now is when there's like a, a like super serious like business office. Mm. No computers on the desk. I'm like, how is anybody doing any work? <laughs> like, where are they getting their information? How are these... What are they doing? Just sitting at a desk with nothing on it. It's a telephone. There's a lot of papers. Piles of papers. Yeah. They're filing things. Yeah. Well, the boss never like has paper. It's always just an empty desk. <laughs> Statues or like awards and plaques and things. Right. Oh, yeah, there, that's right. There weren't any computers in that movie. That was oh. strange. Yeah. You're going to notice it now. Whenever you watch a movie like, yeah, 80s and before. Yeah, it's always no computer. Another thing that kind of stood out is that there's a deadline to raise X amount of money, in this case, $75,000 in cash. Yeah. Because that was normal. Uh, back in back in the 70s well, and 80s, they're not going to like bags Venmo of cash. <laughs> Bitcoin. Yeah, there's no Bitcoin. It was bags of cash. Yeah. <laughs> or like in a briefcase. <laughs> Once in my life, I want to open a briefcase full of full money. Full of money, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, $75,000 doesn't seem like that big a chunk of money until you think about it in cash. Yeah. Even today, you would be hard-pressed to get $75,000 in cash. Yeah. Because the banks have made it so difficult, there's no $1,000 bills anymore. <laughs> the highest denomination. Fake money, Andrew. Well, no, they were real money. Yeah. But pe people were using them for laundering money and, and drug yeah. uh, drug payments. And now they just steal your credit card number and use it at Burrito Revolution in <laughs> Quebec and charge $900 to it, as I discovered. Wow. <laughs> that was fun. There was also the spy cam that they installed. <laughs> oh yeah, that super discreet. The super discreet <laughs> spy cam that was the size of a vacuum. <laughs> So it had to be hidden in the ceiling. And even the lens part that stuck through the ceiling. It was pretty obvious. If about the size of a pop up. can. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it probably good. went... <laughs> like it probably made like a lot of a noise. noise. Yeah. Very discreet. Oh, the car having fuzzy dice. No, it was the helicopter had fuzzy <laughs> dice. <laughs> and like the pom-poms right. and like the hula girl. Yeah. On the dash. <laughs> 
I had fuzzy dice in my car when I was <laughs> we a kept, teen. It was a joke when I was little. Like everybody kept buying my dad fuzzy dice for Christmas, and then we had some fuzzy dice and we'd like hide them on the Christmas tree to like upset my dad. <laughs> <laughs> it upset my dad. Uh, because dice. it was a joke, you know, the, the fuzzy dice were a joke. But my dad fuzzy dice hated my car anything now. that was not essential. So <laughs> fuzzy dice were de definitely, that, that annoyed him. I have like novelty jelly bean air fresheners, but now I want fuzzy dice for my car. Like I don't have a lot of crap in my car, like I don't have, you know, stickers all over it or anything, but fuzzy dice. Okay, I think I need to get some fuzzy dice. Oh, there was also when they lost the job at the burger place. So they're looking for a job in the newspaper. Yeah. Hey, first they had a newspaper. Yeah. <laughs> Try and find a newspaper these days. And that's where you found jobs was in the want ads in the newspapers. So that or was- Or from your rich uncle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, handy to have a rich uncle. Yeah, who owns a TV station. They're like, hey, you just got fired from a burger joint. Want to manage a television station? Yeah, one of the stereotypes that kind of leads into is the fact that the rich uncle won it in a poker game. Oh, right. Because he's hanging around with his poker buddies, smoking cigars and making these big bets. And he's got his, it sounded like bookie, but it, oh, the he guy, was yeah. like the kingpin. He wasn't a bookie. Yeah. Uh, he placed bets for some reason. The big guy, Big Louie, yeah. was calling him directly to tell him that he yeah. won money and that he lost money. Yeah, and that hence the need to telethon the $75,000 at the last minute. <laughs> yes, yeah. Oh. So we had a lot of parodies. Started with a parody of Indiana Jones, Temple yeah. of Doom. There was our, our Rambo parody, which was really painful It to was watch. so gross. <laughs> It Gross, was, like fake muscle suit. Oh. oh, it was it was very difficult. But one of the parodies that was pretty funny was the Wheel of Fish, <laughs> the Wheel of uh, Fortune yeah. parody. I mean, I, I appreciated their their practical effects with like real fish nailed to, <laughs> to a, a giant <laughs> wheel. Like when they did a close up, you're like, that is definitely a real fish. <laughs> So gross. But I mean, yeah, there was some of the spot gags to give me like, a, like all the fake commercials. Yes. Yeah. Like Spatula City. Spatula. <laughs> oh, laugh. oh yeah. I had, I had a, a note, uh, a note about that. The, the owner of Spatula City is Cy Greenblum. And he goes, hello, this is Cy Greenblum, president of Spatula City. I liked Spatula so much, I bought the company. <laughs> I know. Which, it's kind of a parody of a couple of different kinds yeah. of commercials. It's it's almost it was the same. well like the hair club for men. I'm not yeah. right. Yeah, sigh spurling of the hair club yeah. for men. So that you know the sigh is definitely referencing yeah. that. But also there was commercials with uh, Victor Kayam. He owned Remington Razors, and he actually said, "I like the product so much, I bought the company." Oh, right. Yeah, so it's yeah, kind of I a think, Yeah, that's like a total late 80s advertising technique. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then but the one I really like was Plots Are Us. Are you tired of bad burials and it's just mannequin <laughs> body parts sticking out <laughs> of the, the ground, ground in a graveyard? buried bodies. <laughs> that was dark. I liked it. And that they had put in a salad bar. 
<laughs> I didn't notice that part. Come on down. We just installed a salad bar. Jeez. For the wake. Oh, yeah. there was also the the stereotype of the evil guy, the owner of the network station, causes his own demise by giving the homeless guy a penny. Yeah. But it turns out it's a rare penny worth a fortune. Oh, yeah. It, a, a nickel or a penny, it was a... A coin. A coin. It was a very small denomination coin. And this is the undoing of the bad guy. Because uh, it was worth a fortune, and it's the money necessary to reach the $75,000 goal. Oh, you may or may not hear it in the background, but I think a train is going by. That's a train? You hear trains? I think, oh. uh, I think it might be a train sound. So it's very distracting. The bad guy also is undoing, like, with that super subtle spy camera, they broadcast him saying that he doesn't care about the people in the community and they're all stupid and right. he, they're in the palm of his hand and he's, mwahaha, I'm evil and you're, no I'm, one will ever I'm catch me. I'm the evil one percenter. <laughs> yeah, like pinky finger to the corner of the mouth. Yes. Evil. <laughs> and he was kind of a that guy for the... The evil one percenter. Was he? I think so. I think he was in other movies oh, where, yeah, probably. where he was the baddie, the yeah. rich bad guy. Yeah, there was a lot of like prop comedy and like despite myself I laughed. One was when he gets home he's like, what's for dinner? And he just whips the lid off like this mashed potatoes. Like I don't know why that made me laugh so hard but it was like perfectly done like mashed potatoes like piled high and right yeah like i don't know why it made me laugh and then it made me want to eat mashed potatoes oh right and then there was another reference there of close encounters oh is that what he was doing where he was building the like, yes volcano? he took the mashed okay. potatoes and he was building devil's tower oh okay which is where the aliens come down and meet humans mm, i don't think i've yeah. seen that i don't like it too scary oh <laughs> That and then um when Kramer got kidnapped by like the you know the mafia bad guys like who the, looks like Scarface the, yeah the, the, the main like guy the, looks the Italian American like mobster guys right and then uh, when he's running away he crashes into a giant pile of boxes but they're all obviously empty boxes <laughs> conveniently empty boxes yeah. to crash into yeah oh it made me laugh I don't know if that one was intentional like some of the gags you're like okay they planned that but I don't know if that was on purpose. But it made me laugh. Yeah. Oh, also when uh, for sight gags, when they first go into the TV studio, there's like beakers and like yes. things bubbling and steaming like a mad science laboratory with the one guy that works there who's like obviously like the engineer. He's the philo or whatever his name. Yeah, is. he's Philo. Yeah, he's the TV engineer, and, and he's got electrical stuff going. But then he's like got the Jacob's beakers. ladder, like that. Yeah, <laughs> and beakers. Colorful uh, liquids. Colorful liquids. <laughs> yes. Yeah, science. All these science. And yeah, just like dry ice, just like things bubbling away. <laughs> and he's the one who installed the spy camera. Yeah. Crawling around in the ceiling somehow. Yeah. And, and setting that all up. And of course, he's, he's an, an alien. alien. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> so that was like, I was like, did they steal that from... Rocky Horror Picture Show. I don't know. I don't know what it was a reference. Yeah, like to, everything actually. in this, I, I was trying to. I was trying to put it in time of like things that it might be referencing from previous, or things that since have referenced it. Like 
definitely, because of the whole TV station thing, it was Wayne's World. I saw so much Wayne's World. Also, Wayne, Wayne's World would be a, after. a copy of... It was only like copy, two or three but... years after, but I guess maybe like early 90s, late 80s TV about TV maybe was a, a genre. But I, mm -hmm. there was enough of the jokes that I think... Weird Al is very like a comedian's comedian. So like when... Yes, when... there was a lot of things. There was a, a poster on the wall in in the station for a movie from the 50s. Mm -hmm. I can't remember what it was, like but Plan I'm 9 sure motor space. it wasn't Plan 9, but it was something with the monster with two heads or something yeah. that probably meant something Earth girls to him. are easy. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of 80s movies, I love that. Oh, okay. <laughs> we can put that on the list. Yeah, but probably like Mike Myers was early 20s when this movie came out. So in right, by the time he was on SNL yes. in the 90s, there was probably consciously or not just pulling things mm -hmm. from this movie. Like you said, it was a cult movie, so probably comedians liked it. But the public as a whole, it didn't didn't gross a ton of money at the box office. And then Anchorman, obviously, because it's a movie about TV station, whenever they were showing the bad guys at the big TV station, like the guy yes. with the cowboy hat, like the weatherman. Yeah. I was like, that's oh, Anchorman fully, fully <laughs> paid homage. Uh, I, I think there's a couple of sections that we usually do that uh, we have about 10 seconds to say. Uh, cute boys, any cute boys? Oh, <laughs> God. No, I tried. Even I was like in the scenes, the like crowd scenes. I was like squinting in the background. Oh, God! There wasn't like even any like handsome rich asshole, like you know, like in Wayne's World, yeah. like the Rob Lowe. I was like, this could have used some Rob Lowe. Yeah, but no, <laughs> because the yes men were the guy's sons, and yeah. they were just simpering idiots. Oh, and they were gross. Yeah, like the HD was not oh. kind to anyone, and everyone had really bad teeth mustaches and like curly long hair but with a receding hairline oh i was just my friend and i have this running gag that we sort of stole from pete holmes where <laughs> it's like you say something's like it's high tide but then the opposite of that is we send each other a animated gifts so like if something's like repellent physically it's just like a tumbleweed like <laughs> going across the desert <laughs> That's not strong enough to express how I felt watching this movie. <laughs> I may never be attracted to another man. <laughs> like, I'm just, oh, oh, so gross. Well, the landscape was pretty barren for me, too. Fran Drescher was so cute! I was just going to say, <laughs> Fran Drescher was the highlight of the movie, because she yeah. was amazing. And, uh, yeah, Victoria Jackson, I never really was into that that style or yeah. that character she does. That, yeah, like the baby voice. Uh, yeah, it's a bit frustrating. Yeah, and she was just, like a nothing character where it's like Fran Drescher, like she had balls. Like <laughs> she was, <laughs> she was like sassy. She was like not taking any shit. Okay, Weird Al's character was so creepy in this. Like you said, he was a loser, but still he like won back the girl. So when she broke up with him, because he totally forgot her birthday. Right. And he breaks into her house and like fills it with all those balloons and stuff. I'm like, that's creepy. And like, he'd leave her voicemails where he's screaming. I'm like, all of that is not okay. <laughs> and then she's just 
oh, George. And then she like takes him back at the it end of the movie. It was very 80s, not only in the movie, I think just in life, that's how things work. Boombox outside the window. Yeah. But at least you're not entering someone's <laughs> home. Like, you're not committing a felony. I'm also wondering, though, if he has a key. Oh. He eh. might have a key. Yeah. But that's a stretch. Yeah, uh, it was still yeah. creepy. Filling her place with balloons and flowers and... and what do you call wind up musical oh like jack in the box or not, not uh, the music boxes music boxes yeah that played that like creepy, creepy. like clown like uh. ice cream truck kind of tinkling music yeah no <laughs> oh so gross so gross oh <laughs> again that is another standard character in his songs as well right like that the creepy creepy ex-boyfriend like lecherous like oh well yeah but also i was like were there no good looking men in 1989 like there were but i guess they weren't (laughs) in this movie not in this movie yeah (laughs) i refer again to roblo like 1989 roblo patrick swayze they were very (laughs) 80s but they were definitely attractive (laughs) yeah there was Somebody got paid to do casting in this movie, but... (laughs) I don't think they did. I think it's just a lot of favors were called in. I think so, too. And, again, the cast would also be favors. Weird Al calling up people he knew to be... Yeah. Yeah. And he has no hot friends. (laughs) Yeah. Story of my life. (laughs) So, that takes care of that. Music, there was very little... Yeah, it was yeah. all just like orchestral soundtrack kind of music. That or it's music that Weird Al uh, did himself. Other than the like the Dire Straits parody, or I guess just was, the instrumental there was some, stuff. There was some of the music in, in the, the background that was. I, I guess it was instrumental, but it. Oh, I, okay. You know, I could tell it was his style. Oh, okay. Yeah, but there was because uh, I read it in the credits. Uh, somebody who did the more orchestral style Mm -hmm. soundtrack material oh okay yeah Mm -hmm. wasn't john williams that's for sure (laughs) (laughs) no okay let's wrap it up with was this woke or was it a joke i think we know oh my god it's so offensive in so many ways well we've already discussed long duck dong and yes (laughs) that was not okay (laughs) they called their boss at the beginning a pathetic tub of lard it's like that's uh, a yeah, cool. that Big Edna cool. or whatever. Big Edna was, yeah. Oh yeah, calling Fran Drescher a broad. Yes. Uh, broads oh. don't belong in broadcasting. And then she, when she complains, he's like, I told you not to call chicks broads. broads. <laughs> Actually, it was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> but, again, in, in 1989, people would be looking at that and thinking, haha, that's funny because it's a joke making fun of the old guy the old being dinosaur type right. claws. Yeah. So because like I said, Friend Dresher had hoods mm-hmm. fun. Just like, Can you believe this shit? Like, <laughs> like yeah. yeah. So that was like late eighties woke. Yeah. Also the Gandhi too. <laughs> like I was like, that it was, was offensive, but like it was intentionally so. Like it knew exactly what it was doing, so right. I, like I kind of gave it a pass. Like Gandhi, like old Ga- white well, guy was... in Gandhi face uh, with yeah, a machine probably. gun. Yeah, and and it was basically Gandhi as Rambo. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. Charles Bronson. 
Yeah, some sort of, you know, like, 70s action. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gandhi 2, this time it's personal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, well... I apologize. <laughs> my it was first bound, pick, my it was first bound pick, to I uh, really fell hard on this one. It was, <laughs> I had it in my head that this could have been okay. <laughs> it was pretty bad. Oh, please don't watch this movie. Don't, <laughs> no, don't go out and let it, it. Let it sit in history. <laughs> I feel like there's there was, like you said, it was very typical 80s, but like not in a very good way. I think there's going to be some, well, we can find some 80s. Right. When it, you get, when next time it's your pick, I think there's going to be some gems. Oh, I, I've got other movies in mind that are much better than this. Yeah. This Again, I didn't remember it, and probably my brain was doing that on purpose. <laughs> you were blacking I it was out. Blacking the it trauma. out of my head because it was not that good. Right. Uh, so, I think we should just call it a day. Yeah, we still have not decided how to end this. We're up there. We're up there. We're not counting anymore. So. Okay. Follow us on social media. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter at Swimcast. That's S W Y M Cast. So somebody, one of my friends the other day said, "Why is it called Swimcast?" <laughs> I was like, "Oh, it sounds weird." See what Swim you friend. missed. Yeah. Colon the podcast. Colon the podcast. Yes. Yes. So that's what it means. We watch these movies so that you don't have to. Exactly. Gmail. We also have a Gmail account. Swimcast oh, right. at swimcast at gmail.com. I think we mostly need that to like sign up for stuff as Swimcast, but if you right. if you have if feedback you... more than 280 characters, I guess that's where you can do it. <laughs> you can also find Swimcast on SoundCloud or you can just subscribe to it in iTunes. All right. Well, I guess we're back to my movie for next time. So absolutely, I'm not <laughs> taking the responsibility. I cannot be trusted to pick a good movie. All right. We'll be back next time. Bye. Bye. And stick around. There'll be some music and outtakes from the show. And scene. Hi there, Stermonix here, thanking you for sticking around. Coming up is a recording I made entitled Tumblr, I Hardly Know Her, as well as outtakes from previous shows. I'd like to thank the following musicians who were involved in the music on today's show. Mr. Rust, Netboy Steve, P.O.'s House Music, Chicago Word Brigade, and Fat Pockets. Look them up on SoundCloud. Finally, a shout-out to Panic Dots, who gave us a stellar endorsement on his show, The Panic Dots Podcast. Panic Dots is two words, P-A-N-I-C-D-O-T-S. You can find Panic Dots on Instagram, on Twitter, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. His podcast is all about what's happening in the 604 with an Irish accent.
I'm Jessica. And I'm Andrew. And this is Swimcast. Thanks for coming back again. <laughs> oh. Said, fuck. <laughs> well done. <laughs> All right. We'll try, try it again. Okay. Hang on. Let me uh, oh. record over that. So, Jessica, anything new happening for you? Not really. <laughs> Sorry. I nothing, live, I live a very happened. exciting life. Nothing's happening since the last time we recorded? Nothing of note. I have some uh, some, some, some Seinfeldian observations of, what's <laughs> of life in general. Oh, okay. So, what's the deal with uh, cashiers at the grocery store commenting on every object that you're buying? Occasionally, I'll, I'll get that because I do buy random things when I'm at the grocery <laughs> store. Get the odd question, ooh, what's this like? Or not too much. You know, what? Remember, uh, cashiers are bored. All, all they're doing is hey, ringing through crap all day. I was a cashier for four years. <laughs> I never was intrusive on people's people's purchases. It reminds me of the- uh, well, considerate. That's true. On Saturday Night Live, the Target lady, where she's like, ooh, where did you get this? And then she just runs off to go buy it for herself. <laughs> I was like, I just want to complete this transaction with a minimal of interaction, and just neither of us will acknowledge all of the junk food that I'm buying. <laughs> okay, so what did the woman, was it a woman, Keshe? Yes. Okay, what did the woman... Uh, wow, sexist of you to yes, assume, I know, Andrew. I apologize. What? Did the cashier comment on your food? It wasn't mine, it was the person in front of me. And it was a cake they were buying. She said, this looks good. And I just, see, this wow. is, this this is, is how, this is this how many is, straws uh, I'm grabbing. wind. <laughs> all right, we're cutting this all out. This is terrible, it's not interesting. <laughs> all right. Where are we rolling back to? Um, we've introed the podcast. Yeah. Um, before you ask me, so what's did, did new she with not? Me. Did she not comment on your food? No. Okay. <laughs> I, I thought you had been mortified by. No, some... I was trying to do a bit. It just didn't work. Oh, okay. Sorry, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you were yes ending. Oh, you were yes ending me. I just had nothing. <laughs> Swimcast is brought to you by ABC, the Anunnaki Broadcast Corporation and heard on Nibiru Networks across the Tri-Galaxy region. Nibiru Networks, holograms so real you can touch them. Like, oh my god!